Welcome to the podcast of God's servant, Eric Otibuatin. Pastor Eric Otibuatin is a passionate preacher, teacher, an author, and a revivalist who is having an unyielding foundation in prayer and intercession. He pastors the ICGC Holy Hill Chapel, Soto Bakra. He's a theologian and a Bible school lecturer. His passion to liberate people from demonic impoverishment has made him champion radio broadcast dubbed Hour of Liberation to help raise more kingdom workmen for Jesus Christ. Now listen to God's servant, Eric Utibuati. Heavenly Father, this morning I am here to be impacted by your word. Bless me, honor me, favor me. By the time I will leave here, my life will never be the same again. Amen. Clap your hands and wait as you are still standing. Open your Bible with me to Luke chapter 3, verse 52. Still standing. Open your Bible with me to Luke chapter 2, verse the number 52. Luke chapter 2, the last verse. Verse the number 52. Luke chapter 2, the last verse. Verse the number 52. If you are there, say amen. amen. If you are still looking, say help me, Lord. Luke chapter 2, verse number 52. Are you there with me? Yes. It says, and Jesus increased in wisdom. Can we read it together? Yes. Can we read it together? Yes. Okay, so one to go. Yes. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and with man. Put your right hand on your head. Say, in the name of Jesus, today I will increase in wisdom, in stature, in favor before God and before men. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Take your seat in the presence of the Lord. Amen. This morning I want to talk to you on God's word. I have, I have, I have captioned Jesus model of increase. Say Jesus. Say Jesus. Say Jesus. Model of increase. Say Jesus. Model of increase. You see, in, in, in the month in the month of watering, don't be looking at somebody coming to pour water on you. Let it be like this. Don't be looking at somebody pouring water on you or somebody... No, no. I want to change your philosophical perspective when it comes to watering. The way when I talk about philosophical perspective, I am talking about the way you think, the way you see things, the way you perceive things. Are you with me? So, one thing I want you to understand is that in this month of watering, last month was our month of planting. I don't know what you planted, but I know you planted something. And whatever you have planted, there is something that will help that thing you have planted to grow. And that thing may not be uh, 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 natural water or water that you know as water. There are things that can represent water in our lives. There are things that we can use to, 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 to be a, a, a simile of water. But it may not be water itself. And those are the things I want us to focus on within this month. So today we are looking at what made Jesus 
as a child? What made Jesus grow as a son of God? What made Jesus who he was? And who he is, and who he will become when we meet him again. Jesus came on earth just as you and I came on earth. He 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 he, he appeared on the surface of earth the same way we appeared. And the Bible says that in the process of his life, the Bible says that Jesus grew. And he did not just grow, but there, there are the, the Bible was emphatic. Certain things or certain areas about his life that he grew, and the Bible makes us understand that in those areas, that is what made him what he was. That the areas that Jesus grew, those are the areas that made Jesus one of the one of the greatest leaders of all. All offices of life, or that history has recorded. We have we have several leaders when it comes to religion, but one of the things that made Jesus exceptional, and one of the things that made everybody on earth, there are so many people that are writing books because of Jesus. There are so many people that are writing songs because of Jesus. There are so many schools that has been that has been established, and it were all established because of Him. What were the what were his philosophical thoughts? What were the things that made him become so outstanding among all men that came on earth? And we read in Luke chapter 2, verse 52, and the Bible says that, and Jesus increased. The word increase there means grow. So Jesus increased, Jesus grew in a certain facet of life. And that is what I want us to look at. Because if we are also, if we can also grow in those areas, if we can also grow in those aspects of life, whatever Jesus did, we can also do same. Because one of the one of the uh, one of the original intent of heaven is for every child of God to be like Christ. One of the original intent of heaven is to make sure when you read Romans chapter eight, verse the number, verse the number uh, thirty-eight, twenty-eight, twenty-nine. He says that for they that he foreknew, he predestined that they may be conformed to the image of his son. They that he foreknew, he predestined. He predestined. Not 38, 28, 29. They that he foreknew, he predestined that they may be conformed to the image of his son. So the, 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 main, the main intention of heaven is that me one day, I will be like Christ. The way Christ takes is how I will take. The way Christ do things, the way Christ lives his life, that is how I will live. But I cannot do that thing unless I increase the way Christ increased. The way Christ increased must be the same way I must increase. The way Christ was seeing life, that is the same way I must see life. So, the Bible says that he increased, he grew in wisdom. Today, I want us to look at only wisdom. He said he grew in what? In wisdom. Say, I will grow in wisdom. So, it means that one of the catalysts, one of the things that helped Jesus to increase, to be known, to affect life. The Bible says that, the Bible says in, 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 in Acts chapter 10, verse the number 
Acts chapter 10, verse number 38. The Bible says that how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all them that were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So if Jesus was going about doing good, there was something that made him to do good. There is something that we must know and increase in that aspect. And one thing that I want, I want you to know is what I call wisdom. Say wisdom. Say wisdom. Say wisdom. Wisdom is very, very important in our work with God. As a matter of fact, in this month of watering, one of the things that, that you must water your life with is wisdom. Wisdom is a form of water that you can put on, you can, you can, you can pour it on your life and your life will change. Your life will never be the same. Because Jesus never lived his life devoid of wisdom. It's, as a matter of fact, the whole world, the world that we are living in, was established, was founded, was created as a result of wisdom. As a result of wisdom. So if you lack wisdom, you can't live on this earth successfully. Wisdom is very, very profound. Let's look, we'll be reading certain scriptures. Then I'll set my ball rolling. We'll read Proverbs chapter 3, verse number 19 and 20. Proverbs chapter 3, 19 and 20. He said, The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, He established the heavens. Pay attention to the scripture. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. And by understanding, he established the heavens. 20. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up and clouds dropped down the dew. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up and clouds dropped down by the dew. Let's go again to put, uh, Psalm, Psalm, 100, Psalm 19. Let's go to Psalm 19 first. Psalm 19, verse number 1 and 3. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament show his handiwork. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament show his handiwork. Day unto day utters speech, and night unto night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voices is not heard. There is no speech nor language where their voices is not heard. Let's go once again to Psalm 104. Psalm 104, verse the number 24. Psalm 104, verse 24. Oh Lord, how manifold are your ways. Oh Lord, how manifold are your works. In wisdom you have made them all. What are some of the works? The world is one of the works of God. The earth is one of the works of God. The heavens are the works of God. Human beings are the works of God. And listen to this. He said, in wisdom you have made them all. So it means that without wisdom, God didn't create human beings. Without wisdom, God didn't create the earth. Without wisdom, God didn't create anything. Remember John chapter 1 verse 1. He said, in the beginning, what happened? In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was the same in the beginning with God. Without Him, 
there is nothing made that was made. So if there is, the Bible is also saying here that in wisdom you have made them all. And if I link this scripture to John chapter 1 verse 3, it means that the wisdom we are talking about is not just a material thing. The, 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 I beg your pardon. The wisdom that we are talking about is not just a philosophical thing, but wisdom is a person. Wisdom is a person. Because when you go down the verse 14, he said, and, and the word became flesh. So the word that without him, there was nothing made that was made. And the psalmist is also saying that by wisdom, you have made them all. So it means that the wisdom here is not just a philosophical thought, or it's not an objectivity, but it's a subjectivity. It's a person. And you and I know that that person is called Jesus. So he said that by wisdom, in wisdom, you have made them all. The earth is full of what? The earth is full of your possession. So I looked at two, two renowned men of God and their thoughts, their perception about wisdom. And we will look at Dr. Mesa Otabel, then we will look at Dr. Mike Mudok, their, their, their ideology when it comes to wisdom. And all of them gave three definitions of wisdom. So from Dr. Otabel, he said, wisdom is the fundamental law of the universe. Wisdom is the fundamental law, the basic law, the primary law of the universe. So it means that this universe exists as a result of a law, and that law is what we call what? Wisdom. There is a law, you can say that you believe or you don't believe. When you go contrary to that law, it will, it will, it will affect your life positively or negatively. So Dr. Tabel is saying that wisdom is the fundamental law of the universe. Two, he says that wisdom is the instrument by which God guides everything. The total is saying that wisdom, according to God's knowledge, it is through wisdom that He guides everything on earth. It is through wisdom that God guides, that God ushers, that God tells people, do this, do that. It is through wisdom that God guides everything that we see. So wisdom is the instrument by which God's, God will guides everything. And lastly, the total said, wisdom is God's language, God's language that regulates life in the universe. So wisdom is a language. Wisdom is what God, God uses to regulate life in this universe. So these are the three definitions that Dr. Tabel gives. Then we come to Mike Mudok, Dr. Mike Mudok. Dr. Mike Mudok says that wisdom is the right application of knowledge. The right application. Knowledge is knowledge abounds, but the right application of knowledge. The right, you see, there are doctors that when you go to hospital, they will tell you smoke, smoking is harmful to your health. And that same doctors, after operation, they will go to a secret and a hiding place and go and smoke. So they have knowledge, but they can't rightfully use the knowledge. They can't rightfully apply what the knowledge that they have. So Dr. Mudok said, knowledge is the right uh, uh, wisdom is the right application of what knowledge. And secondly, he said, it is the applying God's principle to your everyday life. Applying God's principle to your everyday what life. It means that there, you see, Dr. Tabor also talked about the law that governs the universe. 
And he's also saying that applying God's law, God's principle, principles are laws. That's what principles to your everyday life. So it means that there are laws, there are principles that God has set in motion. If you apply them to your life, you will prosper. Let me tell you one of the principles. One of the principles in life is that if you want to die early, just go and follow somebody who is married. Okay? Somebody's wife. Just go and follow the person. Which is the reason they will not follow you anymore. Because already you are cursed. Are you with me? Are you with me? And, and you see, those are the principles of life. They are, they are laws and principles that have been set in motion. Whether you like it or not, when you plant, you will harvest. It's a principle. It's a law. And we are saying that they are, they are God's principles that apply to our everyday life. And lastly, he said, the ability to discern. Very, very important. The ability to discern differences. Wisdom. Dr. Mudo said wisdom is the ability to what? To discern differences. There may be people standing before you. You see, never say to yourself in life that all human beings are the same. All human beings are the same. You are joking. Hello? There is somebody that can appear at a certain place. Everybody in that, in that place will stand up and begin to salute. You can appear there. Nobody will even recognize that you have appeared. There were two appearances. But one was, one was unknown. One is highly known. There are people in life. They don't descend. You see, there are times you can get to a place in life. You should be able to descend where you are. One day, Jacob was traveling, and he got to a place called Bethel. He realized that, no, this is not just a normal place. This is the house of God. It's not a normal place. And he mentioned the name called Bethel. But before then, the Bible says that the place was called Luz. But he said, no, I will never call this place Luz. I will call this place Bethel, house of God. The place that I met God. You must be able to discern. When people come into your life, if you have wisdom, you see, when, when the devil sets somebody to come and destroy your life, when a woman or a man is set to destroy your life through, through relationship, through business-wise, anything, you can decide and know that this person was sent to destroy me. Your inability to discern somebody who was sent to destroy you or somebody who was sent to, to, to help you means you don't have wisdom. So it means that the, 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 the vehicle or the conveyor belt from, to, from where we are to our next level is wisdom. I would mean, if you don't have wisdom, there are so many things in life you can't do. So wisdom is very, very important. Wisdom is a powerful force that works within this earth. You see, and when I talk about wisdom here, I am not just talking about I am not talking about something that will help you to make wise decisions. No. We are talking about a system, law. We are talking about principles that runs, that runs this earth. There are principles. There are principles. There are laws. And if you don't follow them, it will be very difficult for you to work, to fulfill your life on earth. It is by wisdom God created the heavens and the earth. It is by that same wisdom. Look at Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1, verse the number 1, and I think the verse number 3. Hebrews chapter 1, 
verse the number one. He said, God, who through sundry times and various ways spoke to us through what? He spoke to us in a time past. Through the, he, he spoke to our fathers through the prophets. But in these last days, He is speaking to us through His Son Jesus. He is speaking to us through His Son Jesus. Go to the next verse. Who be the brightness of His what? His glory. The express image of His person. Upholding all things. What is He doing? He is upholding all things. He is what? Upholding all things by the word of his power. He is upholding all things. What are the all things? Even the earth that we are living in is part of the all things. So God is holding the earth together so that the earth will not crash. He is holding the earth by the word of his power. What is the word of his power? Wisdom. So if God created this world or this earth, by wisdom. And that same wisdom, he is using it to sustain this world or this earth. It means that we need wisdom. If you get married as a result of wisdom, you need wisdom to keep the marriage running. If you start a business through wisdom, you need wisdom to keep the business running. If you pass your exams through wisdom, you need wisdom to be able to get to the next level you are going. There are so many people in life they, 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 they look down on wisdom and they follow their feelings. And now their feelings have led them to, 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 to a very horrible situation in life. No, never see a man, a woman, and say, I want to spend the rest of my life with you as a result of your feeling. Your feeling can fail you. You must apply wisdom. You must apply wisdom. Can this person, the philosophy I am holding as a man, as a woman, is it the same philosophy that this person is holding? The, when I talk about philosophy, I am talking about the way you see things about life, or the way you see life, life itself. What does life entail? I don't like going to church. This man likes going to church. Can I marry the person? This person doesn't love God. I love God. Can I marry the person? So if these are the philosophical questions you must ask yourself. Wisdom is very, very important. Jesus couldn't do whatever he did on earth without wisdom. Jesus can see people and just know the way they are thinking by wisdom. He can just look at your face and know something is bothering you by wisdom. Are you, are you following me? Wisdom is very, very important. Where you are now and where God wants you to be, the only thing that can take you there is wisdom. Corona came. Some people were doing nose masks very early when coronavirus came. And they got money out of it. People were doing Veronica markets and they got money out of it. People were doing sanitizers. They got money out of it. When they are finished getting their money, that's when people also started doing no, you must apply wisdom. Tell somebody apply wisdom. Tell somebody apply wisdom. Then we will look at three kinds of wisdom that the Bible teaches. So that when you are working and you are working in that wisdom, you will know the kind of wisdom you are working in. Amen. There are three main types of words, wisdom that the Bible teaches. 
and we are going to look at it. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 1. I will read. He said, I, brethren, when I came to you, did not, did not come to you with excellent speech of excellent speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him being crucified. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human words. Are you following me? Yes. He said, my speech and my preaching were not with what? Persuasive words of what? Human wisdom. If the Bible is yours, underline human wisdom. It means that the first kind of wisdom that we have is called what? Human wisdom. According to Paul. Persuasive words of human wisdom. But in the demonstration of the Spirit and of what? And of power. Demonstration of the Spirit and of power. That your faith should not stand or your faith should not be in the wisdom of men. The wisdom of men is the same as human wisdom. But in the power of God, verse 6. However, we speak wisdom among those who are matured. Yet not wisdom of this age. Have you seen another description here? You call it what? Wisdom of this age. The wisdom of this age is the same as wisdom of men. It's the same as human wisdom. Wisdom of this age. Wisdom of this age. There was in the, in, 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 the, in the 19th century, 17th century, 15th centuries, they had their wisdom. So it was the wisdom of their age. In our 21st century, we have our wisdom. It's a technological, technological world. So we have our own also world, wisdom. And it's the same wisdom that the human beings or the men in that age runs with it. So it says that, however, we speak wisdom among those who are matured. So if you are immature, you can't you can understand wisdom. When your mother is telling you, this thing you can't do is, ah, wow. But your time is cold. We, we are, we are, you see. You are not matured. So he said, we speak wisdom among them that are old. Matured. Yet, not the wisdom of this age. Nor the rulers. The rulers of what? Of this age. Who are what? Coming to nothing. So if you look at, if you look at the conjunction that you put there. He said, the wisdom of this age. Nor what? The rulers of what? So it means that the wisdom of this age and the, the wisdom of the rulers of this age are not the same. Please, are you understanding me? Are, are you with me? Uh, English can come them. Do you understand? You must understand this. Because if they are the same, you will not bring that conjunction norm. Right? So we have the wisdom of this age. It's the same as human wisdom. It's the same as wisdom of men. And we also have the wisdom that comes from the rulers of what? So it means that though there is a wisdom of this age, there is rulers, there is principalities that are pushing that wisdom. Hello? Are, are you following me? For example, there is a wisdom that a man can marry a man, true or false. It's a philosophical idea, phenomenon that is running throughout the world. But there is also a demonic forces that are pushing that agenda. 
Are you with me? So there is a wisdom that comes from demons. We call it the, the wisdom of the rulers of this age. Remember Paul in, in Ephesians chapter 6 says that for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness. These are the rulers. Are you with me? But Paul is saying that their wisdom has come to nothing. Their wisdom is empty. Their wisdom, their, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean their wisdom doesn't carry power. Their wisdom carries power. But their power cannot overpower the power of God. Are you with me? So though they have wisdom, and their wisdom carries power, but their wisdom controls before the wisdom of God. Are you with me? Next verse. But we speak wisdom. But we speak what? The wisdom, let's say the wisdom of God. Can we say it together? One to go. No, let's read the verse 7 again. One to go. But we speak wisdom. We speak the wisdom of God. In what? In what? In what? What is mystery? Mystery is something that is hidden. Mystery is something that you don't just go out and meet it. Mystery is like gold. It is, it is, it is inside the earth. So he said that there are three types of what? Wisdom. Okay, let me finish the text. But we speak wisdom of God. We speak the wisdom of God in mystery. The hidden what? Wisdom. Which God ordained before the ages or before the foundations of the earth. For his own what? For his glory and our glory. So there is wisdom that comes from human beings. It is wisdom from the Asantis. It is not Godly wisdom. Are, are you with me? Are you with me? And the, the guns also have something they call Laimumu. It is wisdom from the guns. Are, are, you, are you understanding me? There are wisdom that comes from human beings. They are, it is their wisdom. It is not the wisdom of men. It is not the wisdom of God. But one thing I want you to understand is that every wisdom that comes from men, there are some demonic entities. And at times there are some demonic powers that pushes that wisdom. Are you with me? So anytime you are working with a certain kind of wisdom, anytime you are working with a certain certain kind of philosophy, ask yourself, who is the who is the, the banker or who is the one pushing this wisdom? Are you following me? So let's look at them. The first wisdom we look at is human wisdom. Human wisdom. It is also called the wisdom of this age. Human wisdom. The wisdom of this age. What is this wisdom? Human wisdom is wisdom mankind has come up with from their experiences, experiments, and observations. So through human observation, through human experience, through human philosophy, or their, their, their experiments, their experiences in life, they will say that this is my wisdom. Are you aware that there are certain men, they will tell you, because of our great grandmother, you will not be experienced, you experience be experienced, you are Are you following me? There are people that will go to, even if Archbishop of Canterbury should come and tell them that let your child marry this tribe, they will tell you, they will agree. Why? 
because of their what? Their experience that they have had through that relationship. So they will tell you, me, and I can't, Asante, I won't allow my, my son or my daughter to marry an Ebe. I won't allow my son or my daughter to marry a girl. It is as a result of an experience. Are you following me? So that one becomes human what? It becomes what? Human wisdom. By observation. And always the man was doing some dubious means against the wife. No, no, no. Maybe the, the Ebe or the Ashanti has married somebody. And they were doing dubious things. And as a result of what they were observing, they said, I mean, when I grow this kind of tribes, I will not what? Marry. So he has developed that wisdom as a result of what? Observation. So what you experience in life can let you develop wisdom, can let you develop your own philosophy. What you also observe can let you what? You will be a fool to live in a house and look at maybe a man in a house. You are a child. You saw a man marrying in that house. They were doing well. Their, their children were doing well. Then all of a sudden, a man had a concubine. And then everything was, was coming down. As a wise person, as a child growing up, wisdom will tell you that through observation, when you also grow and you marry, don't get concubine, two of us. But if you fail this test, and you also get two concubines, it means that your life will be more, more deteriorating than the first man that you observe. So wisdom comes as a result of what? What you observe. That is human what? Wisdom. Human wisdom is based on things like culture, science, and philosophy. Oh, yeah, 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 Hello? Hi. In Africa, we don't marry as couples, we marry as families. So your family will see this family, they will marry. But in the US, I remember some years ago, our, our, one of our uh, uh, players, uh, this, this, Fernando Torres, very profound player, footballer who had money. When he was getting married, it was him and the, the wife to be alone. That went to a certain island, and one pastor, and they blessed the marriage. That's all. That's all. But you can't do that in Africa. So our culture determines our heart, our, our philosophy, our wisdom, the way we see things, the way we do things. Amen. Amen. Let's look at characteristics of human wisdom. What will let you know that this is human wisdom? Human wisdom doesn't concern about God. It doesn't, it doesn't factor God in the things they do. Human wisdom. They don't factor God. Oh, me, me, ah, me, worry ten, me, worry ten, and they found home. And found home. Me, 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 one, say me, so we be you, so we be you, say me, say me, show me, say me, 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 one, say me, 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 human wisdom doesn't factor God and integrity in whatever they do. And if you want to see more of human wisdom, go and read Ecclesiastes. You see more of human wisdom there. Let's drink. Let's chill. Tomorrow we will die. Yeah, we will be our child who are NASA. 
who are a sign. This is human wisdom. Are you with me? Human wisdom has a basis on observation and tradition. So Jesus is this. He said, our tradition, we must wash hands before we eat. Our tradition, we must, that is human wisdom. Are you with me? Are you with me? Yes. Human wisdom is earthly. Earthly. It's self-seeking. Human wisdom is always looking at self, self, self. They don't think about others. It's earthly. Human wisdom is sensual. When we say something is sensual, it means that we, 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 we pay attention to our senses. Sensual. It is a common denominator. Sorry, go ahead faster now. Found. But in your car now, so Charlie, maybe a common denominator. But that person has forgotten that they are, we are doing what? Fasting and prayers. So, human wisdom is sensory. Human wisdom is self seeking. Human wisdom is unspiritual. Unspiritual. I never think about spiritual things. Anything that doesn't think about God doesn't think about spiritual things. Amen. So these are the three characteristics of... But you see, human wisdom in its sense is not evil. Right? Human wisdom in its sense is not evil. But the only thing is that it doesn't factor God in whatever it does. There are so many good things that human wisdom provides. For example, human wisdom will let you know that when you are going to get married, look like, like do investigation about the family background. It's good. Right? But when it comes to discriminating, where God has also said we shouldn't discriminate, because there is no Jew nor Greek. But human wisdom will not look at what God is saying. They will look at what their tradition, what their culture, what their society is saying. Human wisdom will tell you, acquire knowledge. Human wisdom will tell you, when you get money, save more. Don't, don't even give. It's the right way to get more money. Is by saving. That is human wisdom. In Godly wisdom, the right way to get money is what? Is to give. So human wisdom is not evil in its sense, but it doesn't factor God in whatever it does. Amen. Amen. Then the next one is satanic or demonic wisdom. Remember, we talked about the wisdom of this, the wisdom that comes from the rulers of this age. So just that one is what? Is the demonic word wisdom? So the type, uh, second type of wisdom is demonic wisdom. We also call it what? Satanic wisdom. We also call it the rulers of this age. And what does it do? Satanic or demonic wisdom, as Paul described, is an antagonist to the things of God. You see, human wisdom doesn't fight against the things of God. Human wisdom doesn't factor God in what they do. Are you with me? But demonic wisdom literally a fight against God. Demonic wisdom knows that when the wisdom of God is allowed to be prevailed, their wisdom will be what? Will be destroyed. So they are always fighting against what? The wisdom of God. So, demonic wisdom is a hostile to the wisdom of God. Demonic wisdom is an antagonist to the wisdom of God. Demonic wisdom is always looking 
pinching holes, looking at what God has said. So you'll be there. God has given you a promise. Then demonic wisdom will come and probe the, the, the thing that God has said. So that you begin to what? Doubt. Whether God, what God has said about you, it will come to pass. Or God will do it. That is the work of what? Demonic wisdom. Demonic wisdom is always fighting against God. Always. Always fighting against God. The taste of God. So, so God will tell Adam and Eve, don't do this, don't do that. Then Satan will come with his philosophy. Did God say don't do this? And are you, are you sure that what God is saying is true? So every time that you are there and a thought comes in your mind and that thought is contrary to scripture, you know where it is coming from. You know where it's coming from. You are, you are a very nice lady. And you know a man who is married with children. And the man is telling you, I want you to be my side chick. And I will give you anything you want. Even if you want to go to abroad every three weeks, I will take you there. Then you will say, okay, this one is, is, is a, blank, a, 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 a blank check. So I will, I will do it. Do you know what you have done? You have done something that is against the will and the word of God. And what you are operating in now is what? The wisdom of Satan. Demonic wisdom. Let's look at the characteristics of demonic wisdom. Demonic wisdom is spiritual. It's spiritual but evil. Remember, human wisdom is not spiritual. Human wisdom is sensory. They always depend on their senses. If I feel this, it is there. If I don't feel it, it is not there. Human wisdom will tell you, ah, but But even Satan came to church and knew God was around. But human wisdom will never work because they, 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 they go according to senses. But demonic wisdom is also spiritual. You know Satan does things in the spirit. So demonic spirit is what? Demonic wisdom is spiritual, but it is what? Evil. Again, demonic wisdom, as I said, is antagonist to God. It doesn't like what God likes. If God says, give and it shall be given unto you, you can't give you a sorry house with the wind in the answer. This guy out there, my dream is a sovereign then Satan begins what? Bring pictures. Then he will tell you more wisdom. Oh, healing, healing, they say yes, bread, I know you healing. Oh, they're not even so healing. By memory, you feel healing, be I approval. Oh, we deny your connection. So, this is some of the thoughts Satan puts in your mind. So, even if somebody is genuine, there are so many of us in church that are blaspheming all the time. Blaspheming is speaking ill against something that is willing. You are blasphemed. So you see a man of God, you say, oh, really? You are blasphemed. So they are always antagonists. They are against the wisdom of God. Demonic wisdom is wicked and ungodly. Demonic wisdom is unholy. Satan can never be holy. Everything that God did, Satan can do sin. The only thing that Satan cannot do that God is, is holiness. Satan can never be holy. 
If you want children, Satan can give you children. If you want money, he is the, he is the overseer of money. That's why they call him Mammon. Mammon. Satan can give you money. If, if, you, if you like it, eh, one day stay in your room and say that, Oh, I, want, I can do everything for money. Then Satan hears it. He said, what, 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 what did you say? You can do anything for money? Then you start, I mean, who, who, be a phone, who is it? Or convo could do good. I have a request. I said, no request. Osha says, oh, let me chat. You know what I can say? Oh, me must be all day. You have a friendly party. Me must be all day. You are pointing to China. You are near rituals. You go there too. You will use Aponche for the first time. But you see that you want, you want big money. But the money that is coming is small. Then they will tell you, please, if you can go to dollars, eh, you must bring somebody. And now, this time, you are torn between what? Two things. You can't go back. So the, the only thing you will do is to bring the request there out. And, and they will ask you, somebody who is dear to your heart. You want the money to take care of your parents. They will tell you, bring one of your parents. They are always, they are wicked. Demonic wisdom is wicked. Demonic wisdom doesn't, it's always fighting against what God wants to do. God said, I will bless you. Demonic wisdom will bless you, but you will make sure that blessing will not take you to your grave. It's evil. Never, never, even if you are, it is better to die with integrity than to die. And there will be more speculation around you that this man, he was this, he was no. I will be happy to die poor than to die. And there will be so many speculations. They don't even know whether you are what they, you said you, 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 you were. No, no. Die honorably. Demonic wisdom doesn't like this. Amen. And the last kind of wisdom we look at is Godly wisdom. Godly or wisdom, divine wisdom. Divine wisdom is spiritual intelligence. It's a spiritual intelligence. When you talk about divine wisdom or godly wisdom, it's what? It's spiritual intelligence. You know somebody can just, you go to a service and somebody begins to tell you certain things about you that you haven't told anybody before. It's, 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 it's called spiritual intelligence. They buy into your idea. Jesus asked them, can we get bread and feed these people? And the Bible said, the next verse said, he himself knew what he would do. He was not asking them because he needed answer. He was asking them so that they would be aware that he knows what they are talking about. God asked Adam, where are you? Do you think God didn't know where Adam was? So, God asking you questions does not mean he doesn't know the answer. He knows the end from the beginning. He is asking you questions so that you yourself will be aware where you are. The state and the atmosphere that you are in. So, it is the intelligence. How can a king, how can a king dream? Nobody was there. Even your wife that was sleeping on the same bed with you didn't know the dream that you had. Then you call your, your magicians that they should come and tell you the dream. If they don't tell you the dream and interpret the dream, even if they can interpret but cannot tell you the dream, you will kill them. What kind of wickedness is that? But that is a king that ever lived. 
And Daniel said, Oh king, no, the only one who gives interpretation to, 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 to dreams is God. So you tell us, you, you, you give us some days, two days, three days, we will come and tell you. Spiritual intelligence. And it is only, it is only God that can give that. It's called the wisdom of God. Wisdom of Joseph operated in the wisdom of God by telling a dream what is about to happen next 14 years. The next seven years, let's hold fruits, let's hold crops, let's hold so many things. Because after that, next seven years is going to be a serious famine. A spiritual intelligence. I'm not surprised they did not look for any other person to bring solution to that than he himself. Anytime you allow the wisdom of God to operate in your life, you will be the same panacea that people will select to make sure that implementation will work. The wisdom of God. Spiritual intelligence. Wisdom of God is hidden wisdom. Say it is hidden wisdom. You remember what we, we read? He said it is mystery. It is hidden. Wisdom of God is not known by everybody. Hello. There are so many pastors that doesn't have the wisdom of God. There are so many professors that doesn't have the wisdom of God. A professor who can buy a car and say that me, this car, I will take it to my own town. A professor who can tell you, don't, don't, uh, uh, don't smoke because smoking is not good and he himself is smoking. No. So the wisdom of God is the wisdom of God, as I said, is hidden. And remember, if something is hidden, you need you need extra force, extra effort to be able to bring it out. That is why gold is not is not have you seen when we be our you are not gold you from that. No, gold, you need to go down to the earth. You need to go down. Wisdom of God is not on the earth. No, no. Wisdom of God, you must, you must, you must toil for it. You must enter into fasting. You must enter into prayers. You must, you must stay quiet and low with God at times without even answering your phone. Nowadays, some of you here, if I tell you to stay away from your phone for three days, it may be like I ask you to visit hell and come back. Because it looks like your phone is your bread. Every second you are you are typing. But to, to, to be able to work with the wisdom of God, at times you must put all things aside and just focus on Him. Wisdom of God is hidden. Anything that is hidden, it is not easy work. It doesn't mean God doesn't want us to know wisdom. Because when you say something is hidden, it looks like He doesn't want us to what? To know. No. He wants us to know, but you can't know it on a silver platter. You must, you must fight for it. You must work for it. In Africa, anything that we get easy, we don't, we don't cherish it. That's why a president made free SHS, and people are just doing it anyhow. Because they think that, oh, anything that is free is not good. But salvation is free. Can you tell me salvation is not good? No. Anything that is free, it may be free for you, but somebody has paid for it. Do you think free education is, is free SHS is free? Somebody has paid it. That's why you are coming to pay 11. 
Are you with me? There must be somebody behind somewhere paying for it. So you yourself, the child is not paying. The parents are not paying, but they will pay in other ways. Are you with me? When you send Momo, we will deduct so that you use, we will use it for your child's listen. So it's free, but it's not free. Somebody is paying. So God doesn't want, it doesn't mean God doesn't want us to know wisdom. He wants us to know wisdom. But you must yearn for what? Knowing it. You must, you must push yourself. You can't get a degree by sleeping. That degree, we can't use it to buy anything. I know somebody that I, when we were completing school, he did not come for graduation because he had third class. Third class. He didn't come. He didn't come. Though he, the person had third class, you can't use it to do anything. No. What are you going to do? If you, maybe you need it to drive Uber. That one, if you buy your own Uber and drive. If you come to me with third class, I will give my Uber car to you. It means that if you don't have me, if you don't have a star there, you have a bread. <laughs> Are you with me? You see, one thing I want you to know is that God wants us to know that His wisdom is not is not on a silver platter. Adibia asasis wujano isibiano. It doesn't last. Bread niye bibi suffer to get things. Don't get things easy. No. In life, if you want to value life and appreciate, Jesus had to come all the way from heaven and die, go through pain, and he brought all of us salvation. You think it was easy then? God himself asked them God. God left God and came on earth. And God was asking God, if it is your will, let this car pass over me. It wasn't easy. But it was it. So you have to go through it. Wisdom of God will tell you that something is hidden. Look for it. You are you are a student. Master, master, you feel you be able to master. You can do it. Do it. Do it. Be serious about life. Don't 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 take things easy. Wisdom of God is hidden. You must go to the bush and be praying. At times you go to bush and you see the way somebody is praying. You think whether the person is, is a lizard. Two hours. Pray. Just trust in God that God will download a, a, a fragment of his wisdom. Dr. Utabel said one thing. He went to preach in, 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 in Reverend Steve Mercer's church. And in medicine, our general overseer is a man who, who can make a statement. And if you don't take care, you think he's not a Christian. But he knows God. He said, if you see somebody doing a superfluity, things that blows people's minds, never say that God loves the person. And that's why God has given him that. No. That person did it. As, you know, God loves everybody. So what else again did a person do in addition to the law? The Bible says that whilst we were yet what? Sinners. Christ came to die for us. It means that God loves even sinners. 
Are you with me? So what made Kofi do something fantabulous? Something fantabulous. And, 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 and somebody cannot do something fantabulous. It means that somebody, though, has the love of God, but also has a different what, perception about life. That made that person go far. Never say to yourself that in our family, and never talk and dimension your family background. And it's a because there will always be something evil, something negative about your family background. My family, there is something there like that. But I'm not looking at my family. I am looking at him that has called me. So looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. So do you know what Jesus did? When pain was going through his body, Though he was feeling the pain, remember I told you the wisdom of God is not sensory. Doesn't think about the senses. It's but he was not focusing on his senses. He was looking at the joy. The Bible says that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross because of the joy. And he, let's 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 put it this way. Let's paint the picture. The joy was there. So they were beating him, but he was not focusing on the beatings. He was focusing on the joy. Because he was, the, hand, the right hand of the father was prepared for him. So he was not looking at the beatings. He was not looking at the way the soldiers were slapping him. He was looking at the joy. And that should be your focus. In your family, there may be curses around people in your family. There may be certain kind of sickness that people go through and they die at the early age of their life. But don't be looking at that. Look unto Jesus. Look unto the promise. Because he has given you the promise. And it is not easy. If I tell you Christianity is easy, it is not easy. I mean, I don't know the church that you went and they tell you, oh, Christianity is so easy. Paul said, Paul, Paul, he said, he said, the kingdom is not by eating and drinking. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. It is not by eating. It is not by drinking. At times you may have food, but you have to let go the food and be praying. So that the wisdom that is hidden, you can taste out of them. Anything that you want to do in life that you have not been able to do is a wisdom matter. Anything, anything. Anything you want to do and you are unable to do it or you haven't been able to do it, it's wisdom matter. You need wisdom. If you want to marry, you need wisdom. There are some of you here, young people, they don't have money. They are always complaining. They don't have a work to do. They are using two phones. You don't have work. You are not working. You don't get 1,000 Ghana cities a month. But a month, that person buys 200 Ghana city credits. Wisdom will tell you you are a fool. Just like that. You are not working. You are using two phones. At times the phone will, 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 will fall and the screen will, will have some scratches. Then next day we will know as a son. They are not investing in their lives. There are so many people here. Let me tell you in life, if you want to know whether you are making progress, every two, three years, there should be something you add to your life. There is something that you, either you are learning something, or you are learning a trade, or you are. I am not saying always go to school. No, but you can learn a trade that some years you didn't know. Then you, you improve on that. You must, you must be too, you must be too creative. 
in your life. Wisdom. Wisdom of God is hidden. If God doesn't open it up to you, you won't know. That is why Jesus came on earth. He came to his own. Do you remember that scripture? He came to his own, but his own received him not. They, not they received him not. They didn't even know that it was him. Because if, the Bible says that if the princes of this world had known the king of glory, they wouldn't have crucified him. If they knew that Jesus was coming to die, so that God will not, because before the death of Christ, then the Amen Who was that? Jesus. Before the death of Christ, he was the only son of God, the only begotten son. Right? But when he died, do God have only one begotten son? No. Now he has sons and daughters. So the Bible says that Saint Kana abonnet for any born son when they are powerful. And you say yes, Christ will be who I'm a Yamema Fibakwa but they didn't know. They didn't know that by killing Jesus, by taking him to the cross, it will give God not only one son, but you have sons and daughters. You must try. Wisdom of God. Tell somebody strive. Tell somebody strive. Tell somebody strive. So the wisdom of God is hidden. The wisdom of God cannot be corrupted. The reason why God made it hidden is so that human beings cannot corrupt it. This world is full of corruption. Corruption is in church. Corruption is in Basilica. You know Basilica. Basilica is, is the, it's like, it's like Rome. Rome is in uh, Europe, right? Basilica is in Africa. When you go to Cote d'Ivoire at Yamoussoukou, that is one of the biggest Catholic monuments in Africa. It's called Basilica. Yes, Basilica. Is in uh, Yamosuku. I went there around 2009. But on big, even that place, there are corruption. Corruption is there. It was as a result of corruption in, in, in Rome. That is why Martin Luther wrote the 95 Thesis and put it on the gate of Edimek and calls for, calls for protests. Where we, we have what we call the Protestants. Corruption is everywhere. So God had to make his wisdom hidden so that it will not be corrupted by men. So that it will not even be corrupted by demons. So you need to get to the spirit for the spirit to give you what? The wisdom of God. It is hidden. But I pray that may that hidden wisdom of God be given to you. I say may that wisdom of God that is hidden be given to you. And the Bible says that God has entrusted that wisdom into the hands of base. Base. Let's look at Matthew chapter 11, verse 25. Matthew chapter. That, it will let you know that God is not taking wisdom from people. He wants everybody to know wisdom. At that time, at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, God. I thank you, Father, Lord. Heaven and earth. I thank you, the Lord of what? Heaven and earth. That you are what? You have hidden these things from the wise and the so those that has degrees. First degree, second degree, third degree, fourth degree. All the degrees. God has hide that wisdom from them. And he has shown it to who? He has revealed it to what? Base. Infants. 
to God, the wisdom of God, it means that He wants people to know, but He doesn't want you to like, oh, your boss. When you go to him like boss, you never see the wisdom. You never get in contact with the wisdom. You must humble yourself to be able to get in contact with that wisdom. Amen. Amen. And I pray that may God give you that wisdom. I say, I pray that may God give you that wisdom. I pray. But if you are corrupt, you can never get that wisdom. So some of you want to operate in God's wisdom, but you are very corrupt. Even now that you don't have anything, you are corrupt. Do you think God will give you wisdom? No. If some of you are praying that God, give me this position at my workplace. But God knows that when you get there, His name will be blasphemed. God has had enough. People say that against you. God has had enough. So He doesn't want you to go and add up. So until you change your life, until you change your mindset, you will still remain where you are. Amen. The last thing that we close, characteristics of God, godly wisdom. Godly wisdom is hidden. One, godly wisdom is hidden. Godly wisdom is spiritually discerned. If you are not spiritual, you can't discern. If you are not spiritual, you can what? You can't discern. So you No, you can never descend. It's spiritual. So you must be spiritual. Spiritual things answered by what? Spiritual things. It is spiritual. Spiritually descend. Pure and holy. It is spiritually descend. Pure and holy. And 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 godly wisdom looks simple in the outward. It looks simple. But inwardly, it is what? Massive. Elisha, Elisha telling Naaman, go and wash in the pool. Go. If you, if you want healing, go and wash. Then the man, the man got angry. I have left bigger, I have left bigger rivers in my, in my hometown. Apapa and all those rivers. I have left them and I have come here for you to conjure some magic. You say I should go and wash in, in uh, Jordan. It looks, it looks nonsense. Jesus healing somebody and he took sand. Then he spat and just makes it and put it on the person's eye. And said, go and wash yourself in Siloam. Which means sand. You see, it looks, it looks it looks simple in the outward. But that is where God's power resides. I pray that may that simple things you come to church to do, may it bring you God's power. I say, may it bring you God's power. I say, may it bring you God's power. And the last thing is that the wisdom of God is from above. No human being can give you God's wisdom. No. No human being can give you God's wisdom. The wisdom of God is from. The wisdom of God is from. The wisdom of God is from. So whenever you are praying for that wisdom, don't look at your pastor. Even your pastor needs that wisdom. Don't look at your president. They are suffering more than you. Look from above. Amen. Remember James. James said, if any man needs wisdom, he should ask for who? Who gives freely? God. 
I pray that may God grant you wisdom. Rise on your feet as we pray. God richly bless you for listening to his message. Visit Pastor Eric Otibuatin podcast on all podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe to his podcast to receive new messages every single time. And remember, God will never leave you nor forsake you because you are the apple of his eyes. For more information about God's servant, Eric Otibuatin, prayers and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-721-290. You can also email us on otibuatinministries at gmail.com. God will reach you.